Welcome back to the Four of Swords. Because someone got caught pouring all his money into the Dota card game artifact. Now, I won't say his name, but may he rest in peace. Uh, with us today is um, Nicholas Turner, Max Wright, and Sam Diedrich. And this is totally, this is totally the first try at recording this intro. Definitely. Yeah. One of us said a no-no word in the beginning. We okay, always do this on the first out. take. Every time. Every Without time. Fail. Yeah, let it be known that every time we've ever done this podcast, it's been a one -er. Even when, like, the power went out for Paul and I, that one Sword Art Online episode, we kept going. One take. We, we, we kind of did, actually. Avid yeah. listeners of this uh, podcast uh, may now go back to the first episode and re-listen. And if you can tell us five differences that you notice, we will give you a hundred dollars. Uh, difference one, wait, I forced Sam to edit the dick part out. Wait, different. <laughs> Why would you just say it? Out? I was gonna say difference like one, two, and three is that now me, Bow, and you are all alumni. Difference four. The dick story is edited out. Difference five, my balls have dropped now. Like, what? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's I think it. that's on. Yeah, that's Yeah, right. so no no one so, gets the $100. Sam, Sam. I get the $100. No, I get the $100, motherfucker. <laughs> Give me the money. I take uh, Zell, apparently, because Zell just decided to start working for me recently. So, uh, oh, good. Yeah. Good. Send me that I money. And any listener who also wants to send me $100 out of the kindness of their heart, please do. <laughs> Please help fund what this I, podcast. What if I just pay you in 12 Rafiks? In 12 Rafik? Like, the card Rafik? Yeah. yeah. Like I'd be very bucks. sad. I would be extremely sad. How many plummets do I have to give you in order to pay $100? <laughs> Hold on, let me find Too many out plummets. Really I probably have $100 worth of plummets in my fucking house already. <laughs> plummets cost... Uh, Hold on. Plummets cost... <laughs> I want you to nine cents. You gotta give him a thousand <laughs> oh, fucking comments. Oh, I found one. I found them for two cents. So. Oh, sick! <laughs> for those of you who don't know, uh, Plummet is a Magic: The Gathering card that is pretty much a just evergreen card that you can get fucking anywhere, and different <laughs> versions of it have been printed in like every other set. It kills flyers, and it's very good. But also, that's not the point of this fucking episode. The point of this episode, which we decided spur of the moment. Uh, we all brought one or two things, I think, and without much nuance, we will talk about our reasonings after we all spit out what we're going to say, similar to the hot takes episode. Uh, whether or not it's, w whether we think it's underrated or overrated, so say, like, I fucking come out with some shit, like, I don't know, hot button discussion topic, apparently, pineapple on pizza, as opposed to saying whether it's right or wrong, somebody would just say underrated or overrated. Uh, How is that different? I don't know. Well, no, there is a difference, because right or wrong implies there's something incorrect about it. If it's overrated, it can still be, like, an acceptable thing, because people think too highly. I, I, guess, I guess a better way of, uh, of using that as an example is, how about we throw out a thing like, having arguments about pineapple on pizza being part of your personality trait, underrated or yeah. overrated. Uh, <laughs> I personally think it's underrated, because I think that... 
it gives me an excuse to start hitting you until you stop moving so more people should do it it makes it a lot easier to tell whether or not you want to be around that person by simplifying their personality so i do think that it is underrated is this is this your first take, Sam? No, no. I'm just giving the <laughs> listeners an example of like what we will be doing proceeding. Because just saying, yeah, we're gonna just say if things are under or overrated in a circle it seems really fucking boring. <laughs> like initially, like if the podcast host yeah, said that shit, it sounds like kind of bad. Yeah, yeah, we have standards here at the Four of Swords plus yeah, one. We... <laughs> the Four of Swords plus the Ronin. <laughs> the Wandering One. He's now re-rolling his character. He just give really, him a he really is. <laughs> uh yeah um all right who wants to start um i can start all right i can start with one um okay uh we'll start out strong um okay underrated or overrated the original seven books of harry potter oh fuck that's a good one actually that's like a really good one oh fuck oh Oh, wow oh we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get some hate mail after this i just had an argument with someone about harry potter (laughs) okay bring him on the podcast then i no because sophie doesn't want to be on the fucking podcast again Again. (laughs) okay well i'm not going first someone else say the reaction overrated Ooh. all right all right Overall, all seven books overrated, but all seven uh, books. Yeah, no nuance, no nuance, no buts. No just overrated. Okay, and then we go into yeah, nuance overrated, later. overrated, overrated. Yeah. I am, it. I am also overrated on this. You are overrated. Yes, I'm we overrated. Know. Nick Turner, yeah. overrated. I, I, I pay too much for you, Nick. <laughs> I have uh, yeah, so many really weird one-off clips of like Siege, Halo. Civ talisman of Bow like threatening to sell you, Nick. It's very <laughs> funny. <laughs> you do. <laughs> we will publish that one day. Uh, yeah, cut. right alongside the Rocket League episode, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah no, no, subscribe to our Patreon happening. for the Rocket League episode. There is we don't no have a Patreon. Patreon. There is no Patreon. There, there will be an OnlyFans, however, where we, we are legitimately throwing around the idea of starting up an OnlyFans in protest to God. Wait, I um, thought we did. We do, but Paul threw the fucking key into the lock. So, like, we know. He threw it into the ocean and did not. Yeah, look no, back. like, lock is an L O C H, like, not an L O C K. Like, Paul fucking, like, fucking, like, hawked that shit back to the Lady of the Lake. And then, like, that account has been locked forever because Paul willfully will not try to get back into the OnlyFans that he fucking made us, by the way. Uh, yeah. so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Back Why to the you... reasoning. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, were you... Oh, I just think that, um... Like, okay. <clears throat> How do I put this? Harry Potter books are good. They're not bad. They're really... They're they're good stories. But, uh... <clears throat> I've looked back on them recently. Um, as in over the summer, I looked back at the first couple and then the last one, the Deathly Hallows, and, uh, I just, they're not as good writing as they thought, as I thought they were when I was younger, and Mm -hmm. I think that people, like, put them too high, uh, up on, like, a, uh, like, for instance, a tier list. I just think it's, they're too overly praised. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. Yeah. 
I just have one question uh, uh -huh. addressed to all Potterheads and J.K. Rowling. Uh huh. Who are the who are the banking goblins supposed to be? <laughs> okay, we're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's a no, good okay, question. Okay, okay. No, it's problematic. No, it's not right? really problematic. It's not a good question. <laughs> it's, it's problematic, and people know about it. People have talked about this. I'm not the first one to point that out. Um, there are multiple <laughs> other problems with these books. Yeah. Uh, the author, Would you like to list them? No, I, I, I don't, actually. Um, okay. Especially the Polychuse potion. Don't want to talk about that. Uh, yeah, I mean... My, my the problem is in like snap making that judgment about it being overrated i have to we now have to i have to make the disclaimer that yes it, it was a part of my childhood that i really really fucking liked i did have a book about predictions for what was going to happen in the deathly hallows i i was a potterhead i was a fan the series will never not remind me of reading books like the hobbit and shit like that and like just books with my dad before bed as a kid uh that being said I don't know, like, you can't really deny its contributions to young adult fiction, but you can also, like, definitely see how it is overstayed its welcome in the zeitgeist, I think. Like, there are still people who I look at you and I'm like, you're... You, the only reason you don't get shit on is because Harry Potter fills the hole where Disneyland fills, like, like the Disney adult kind of yeah. thing. Uh, that, th those are what Potterheads are to me. They're just less racist 40k fans, you know? <laughs> Which is, like, funny to me. In, in a lot of ways, because not even, like, I don't want to be like, well, looking back on it, there were a bunch of problems with the world, because every fantasy world is inherently extremely problematic, dude. Like, I, I agree with you that the problems are bad, and that's not a defense of J.K. Rowling or her trans erasure, uh, but like, the issue that I have is that none of it fucking makes sense or matters. Uh, <laughs> Like, when I really looked back on it, the characters are really what make that series. Even if the world is, like, expansive. They're, like, I don't know, the world and the characters are good, but the way that the two interplay between each other, and this is not meant to be, like, a critique of the series, that's not the point of this episode, even, to, like, critique what we're saying, but, like, I don't know, I don't know. Like, it, it just feels like... In incredibly weak when you actually hold up a plot like the plot of harry potter to to a microscope but you shouldn't do that to plots anyway so maybe i'm the bad guy here i don't know i feel like you're kind of right in a way where it's like when people think back on reading harry potter they think of the characters they like and the plot itself kind of like through a lens of those characters if you just take the plot remove like the characters you love and just think about it, it is just kind of stupid well the funnily enough the one guy that isn't here uh when he started when he was staying with me over the summer uh i think you were with us max also when you were staying with us uh no i think i think this happened we were around the fire pit in my house uh mm. and oh yeah i was um, there for that never mind uh paul went on that like rant about how all of the villains in harry potter are actually, like, fucking terrible villains from, like, a literary perspective. Because mm -hmm. Voldemort's motivations are, like, so inherently small in the grand scheme of things because the wizarding world is secret, right? Sure, sure. 
Paul's like Marxist views on like the like <laughs> aristocracy and like inter interpolating the fact that like the wizards are the few, you know, who right. are like gifted and whatever, and the fact that like you shouldn't care about them definitely like is a preconceived bias he had going into it. But he is right that like Voldemort didn't fucking care about like humankind as a whole. Like he he was just trying to like keep the wizarding world pure blood. Which is bad for wizards, but wizards are dumb and like not real. So <laughs> who the fuck cares? Why you heard you it here first, folks? Uh, <laughs> wizards are dumb, wizards are and, dumb not real. and not like, real. Like sure, okay. The way that I have always thought of it now in the modern day world, uh, or like it just in my modern adult Sam brain is like you have wizards, and then you have Voldemort, who is just he took levels in Grand Wizard. And, and that's that's it. That's the difference. He talks to snakes, and like he's like, "Ooh, we gotta keep him pure blooded." Also, also, again, to add on top of that, snakes are deaf. <laughs> yeah, parcel tongue doesn't fucking make any sense. Snakes, vi the vibrations are what that's they. That's fine. Do. No, it's like yeah. it's a lot of the elements uh, are of the books are really cool, right? I think right. Um, the Goblet of Fire set up the the Wizarding tournament. So cool, like. That's like one of the most like exhilarating thing to read in a book and then to see on screen how they translate it and they're bringing like fucking dragons and like mermaids and shit. Uh, huh. I think the stories are great actually. Uh, they're fun to read. I I like how things are actually planned out. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I actually loved how Snake Snape turned out as a character, even though. Yes, to be fair, a lot of it is very weird where, you know, the, the man kind of walks past um, Harry's mom's dead husband, walks past the child that's crying, walks past the dead Voldemort body, and then just to, just to hold his loved one. Kind of weird. Um, obsessive, even. But great characters written uh, in the series. I think Sirius Black is a really good father figure, honestly. Even after all, all that he went through, I'm so glad you mentioned Snape. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are you gonna say about it? Sam? He is the only that is okay. This is going uh, not to counterpoint. Bow. Bow is right about a lot of the elements of the world and the stories being cool and fun to read. I really don't want this to turn into Harry Potter slander, but that being said, it's an overrated fucking series. And like <laughs> Hogwarts as a construct. Hogwarts as a construct is so fucking stupid. Slytherin, I know, I know that Slytherin's supposed to be, ho oh, the like ambitious house, and we're ambitious. They're just fucking Nazis. Like, are really? You're gonna tell me that Crab and Goyle embody the Slytherin traits of like cunning <laughs> and ambition. fucking ambition when they're just like sucking off Malfoy every other fucking book? <laughs> like, like, shut the fuck up. No, Slytherin is just. Slytherin is literally, like, they're like, ah, yes, instead of a special ed class, we'll have the Nazi class and just throw them all in one fucking echo chamber where they totally will be fine. We will build this school on inherent division by pitting children against each other with weird ego challenges by, like, the point system. Yeah, no, the point system is stupid. The point system we is all, too we dumb. Always know. Literally yeah. at the end of the year, arbitrary. Nah, man, I was on fucking Harry Raven. I wanted Ravenclaw to win. I was just like, I was a stand. What's that? Uh, 50 points for Gryffindor just because <laughs> someone said they like Ravenclaw more? Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man, fuck Harry Potter. <laughs> Before we move on though, because we do have to move on at some point, uh, which house did you get in the quiz? Sound which off, house did I get in the Pottermore? Oh. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, every what? What Pottermore house did you get, Nick? Uh, I feel I feel unfortunate saying this after your rant, Sam, but uh, Slytherin. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> what about you? What about you, Max? Take a fucking guess. All right, Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw. Anyway. No. That's I was gonna say the Cidic. The, the what? Hasidic. I, I, I was gonna say Hasidic. <laughs> yeah, that's the answer. Okay. No, wait. Were you Ravenclaw? No, I got Slytherin. Okay. What about hey. you, Val? Uh, the mental house. <laughs> okay. No, I got Ravenclaw. Oh. Yeah, I was also Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the real question is, what what Patronus did y'all get? Oh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I went on a leash. Christ. I have no Jesus idea. Christ. I completely forgot, but that's something. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't get a Patronus. I did. Um, What'd you it? get, Val? Shout, shout out to a uh, an old friend of mine. Uh, when I said my Patronus was a bay mare, uh, she said her uh, Patronus was a stallion, and that her Patronus would fuck my Patronus. <laughs> huh? That's incredibly aggressive. Yeah, that's pretty good. I uh, I I just got, what was it? Um, oh my god! I got some like I got something super basic like just a snake or something like that. It was not. Well, my Patronus um, was still fuck your Patronus. <laughs> <laughs> my Patronus will still fuck yours. All right, who wants? Who want? New moving on. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Uh, mine is Dota two. Overrated. Uh, fuck. Is there a middle option? I think no. it does have to be overrated. Okay, overrated then. Yeah. Yeah. See, my one issue with saying that it's overrated is that I also really want to say that League of Legends is overrated and then make Dota 2 underrated, but... Those aren't mutually exclusive. Like, they can both be overrated. Yeah. Like, if one is, like, they can both be overrated. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I play uh, Defense of the Ancients uh, original map on Warcraft 3 only. There, I mean, <laughs> there are people that do that. More power yeah. to them. Good having them. more fun than the people that play Dota 2. It's just not fun. It's not. No, like, as someone who has a thousand hours in Dota 2, I can verifiably say that, like, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because I have a thousand hours in it, but like at, at a certain point, in my opinion, like most MOBAs just become like toxic. very, very samey and toxic. Uh mm -hmm. I think it's an I think a lot of the issues that I have with Dota are issues that I have with the genre of MOBA, like the MOBA genre as a whole. So I can't really like speak on anything particular. Uh, like I don't know. There are certain heroes in Dota that if you pick them I know for a fact that if I let, like, if you kill me with that hero, I will be called a slur. 
<laughs> like, like I know if there is that fucking off lane phantom assassin, I cannot let you kill me because I do not want you to call me a slur in whatever language it is you speak. And that should not be an experience inherent to like video games. No matter how many fucking weirdos are going to be like, well, cod lobbies back in my day were the shit. What what is your opinion, Max? Because you brought it up. So my opinion is actually that it is underrated, um, and that's through a more a less personally specific lens and more of that in the current like. Basically, I I brought it up through my opinion, basically through the Asian games being a thing now, where basically every bit of attention was basically put on League and the shooters. Um, leaving its predecessor and debatably larger for a long time, Dota, completely in the dust, when it still like has like eight times the size of the league's prize pools, like it's still huge. It seems like, despite that size, it seems like it's completely underrated now to me. I'm not talking about like through the gameplay, like the gameplay of a MOBA, like Sam. I'm not like judging it in that regard when I'm saying underrated. I'm saying like as a peer among other competitive games. It seems very underrated. That's true. I like. I have heard, even if I'm not in the loop about, uh, like a League of Legends tournament, uh, or any esports tournament that has to do with a MOBA. Like, I I hear about League of Legends tournaments, and I have no fucking clue what's happening to Dota Two. Dota tournaments have no personality. There's no storylines. There there was one in like 2000. There there used to be, but the thing is, like, League has like League, CS:GO, Valorant, even all have like reasons to care about the players or like in-game rivalries and like just shit like that dota doesn't have that shit anymore mm. like it, it is it is an old fucking game at this point you know and and it has had an esports scene for a long 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 time similar to league and like you don't really hear about starcraft either but There's that the was thing, ubiquitous you somehow still do like i, I literally like a week ago i looked in the news like not in you know, like not like I was even looking for it. I just clicked the news tab in CNN, and there was an article about the fucking latest Star League winner in Korea, which is like insane. It's a twenty-year-old game. I think the thing with StarCraft is like all the players are really um, consistent. Like they stick with the game way longer than yeah. they're literally Lobos. eight-year-olds through adults playing one singular game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of the pros who play in tournaments, even up to this day, are just people from back in the days like they yep. stick with it i don't think there are a lot of like incoming pros there's some but i mean that's it's not that's not super relevant but like that was right like some players from the original brood war like for like literally older than us if almost are still around yeah that's crazy that's so cool <laughs> it is a it is a relic but it's kicking I mean, yeah, that, like, I'm pretty, yeah, I feel like Dota is also a relic, which is why you just don't hear about it as much anymore. Like, the whole novelty of the prize pools being huge wore off with, like, TI4. We're in, mm -hmm. what, like, TI9, TI10 territory, mm -hmm. so. I mean, it is, it is Valve backing up the prize pool, so I'm not surprised that they're absolutely It was massive. all donation-based. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, in, like, Dota 2, past 30 days, peak players, 700,000. In just the NA Steam servers, like that's huge. Like it's, and it just seems like it's just poof gone, like gone from pop, like popular gaming culture. 
it, I don't really think it was ever part of popular gaming culture. The more that I think about it, I I am now actually in my mind in it, with the context of you actually just talking about the game's like popularity. I don't know. I. I don't know. It is a really weird case of a game that has a huge player base that, like, is very vocal, but you never fucking hear about it unless it's somebody talking about the fucking prize pool. I think I got a little bit. I can, part of what you said, a little bit about, like, League players have, like, all like the pros had personalities. Like, even if you barely have played video games, you probably know the names like Doublelift, Dardock, Erickson, etc. You've probably heard of these jackasses. Yeah. Even if you've never watched them. Like, you've heard of them. You know they're, like, personalities. And I mean, there's a couple of those in Dota, but like, those are even like lower tier league pros, and you've heard of them. But I think the bigger issue almost is Dota characters. Is like, they're intentionally ambiguous and encompassing. Like, instead of like the character of, let's say, like, who's popular? I don't know. Ezreal. Like, a popular league character who has a personality, you get like, they're basically meant to be archetypes that might have a name. The reason for that is because of copyright shit, right? Because okay, yeah, like, like fucking true. Bao said, Dota 2 mm -hmm. is essentially like an updated reskin of like the original Dota, which was a Warcraft mod. So you can't really have like characters in this like thing you're trying to make its own IP be named right. like Sylvanas and shit That's like true, that. Sure, sure. But I mean, like, like in League, like, you'll find a million Akali stands who won't shut the fuck up about Akali, but like you just don't find that in Dota. Yeah, the, the heroes are definitely defined a lot more by their gameplay. There are some that, like, people like the personality of, uh, but for the most part, like, they, they are very, not like, just, they are archetypes to an extent that, like, you can, I don't know. Floss, floss, wet. All right, let's move on. Sure. Um, Olive Garden. Oh, that's a wow. Now I want to be that's... like, is there a middle middle hawk? Is there a middle uh, ground, Chief? It's the no, definition I, of a I middle ground. I won't allow you a middle Underrated. ground. Underrated. Underrated. Overrated. I feel like it's gotten too much hate for its breadsticks. It's become too much of a meme. I think it's still a valid place to like just okay. go. Okay. Here's the thing. I've never heard anyone defend Olive Garden by its breadsticks. The only thing I've heard is by its salad and its salad dressing. And I don't get the, the love behind it. I think salad dressing is mediocre. It's just balsamic with some spices added in. Anyone can do that. Um, I think the lunch menu is not diverse enough, and there's not enough flavor. It's all pasta. I get it. It's fine. If you want pasta, you can go to Olive Garden, or you can go to an actual Italian restaurant. That would give you so much more flavor. Uh... And also, it smells like old people all the time. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing is, my here's why I'm saying underrated. Is, I'm not allowed to, but I think it's the definition of the middle ground. But I think in the recent years, it's gotten too much slander, which has slipped it, the public perception of it, below the middle ground, therefore making it underrated. I think what Max is trying to get at... Um is sort of the reason why I also went on that, like, Nickelback rant, uh, where, like, <laughs> the, well, like, people, like, people who haven't even ever fucking been to Olive Garden in their life, which admittedly you're not really missing much, but, like, right. people who haven't been to Olive Garden will, like, never actually eat at an Olive Garden in their life, mm -hmm. because they just know the memes, and, like, they know that, like, people will fucking hate them for going there for some reason. The uh, definition of average. 
like about, I, like yeah like about, I, sorry i would go to chili's over oh, olive garden oh. that's a that's a hotter take i oh. think oh why didn't you that should have been on the hot, hot takes, takes episode, episode. <laughs> yeah <laughs> because because i can get nachos at chili's i could get ch- nachos at chili's and drunk at Chili's. I could probably get drunk at Olive Garden, too, if I try. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, you can. Yes. But I would definitely be judged for getting drunk at an Olive Garden. Whereas, Chili's will... And not I'm not some kind of big fan of Chili's. Let's say this. Um, other, uh, f- My acquaintances can back me up on this. Um, but... I think... Olive Garden should not be the standard of lunch dining. Is it? I, yeah, that I didn't, just I didn't sounds untrue. Was. That's I, I don't think it ever was. Wait, it kind of is. What? Where the hell did you come from? Like, Olive, where was Olive Garden the standard? The Midwest. Oh, oh gross. Okay. Well. <laughs> technically, I come from Vietnam, but we don't have that shit. <laughs> Yeah, well, I I get because Olive Garden does fall into that like weird like tier of like corporation owned like lunch sit down restaurants, yeah. um, like Chili's, Applebee's, Outback. Fuck Applebee's, just throwing it out there. Fuck Applebee's. Applebee's is terrible. Applebee's um, is worse. That's true. I don't even think it, I like, but they all fall in the same like intent in your hometown, yeah. right? Like. Red Robin fills that like same fucking gap. Red Robin or, is like, better. Or Denny's. Or de- no, de- like not Ooh, even no, Denny's. That's a, no, 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 if no, you're no. going to Denny's for lunch, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Denny's is either <laughs> breakfast because you're desperate, or like two in the Late morning. Night. There's no in between. Yeah. And like this is a whole fucking rant that I've had to go on to somebody. Uh, but like Denny's isn't even like the best out of those options sometimes. No, it's but not. you know, no. fucking. Some people are like, look, sometimes you go to a good Denny's and they microwave your food all the way through. Sometimes. Sometimes you are lucky enough for that. Sometimes you are blessed by the gods and they actually microwave your food at all. Other times, the lady with no teeth spits on you as she gives you your not-cooked burger. Shout out to all those ladies with no teeth giving us undercooked burgers out there. They think I said I wanted six shots of espresso. When I said one, I checked the receipt and realized why I'm not going to sleep for three days. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) How are you not dead with your heart? What the fuck? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Wait, wait. How fast was the shit shooting out of your colon, my guy? Jesus Christ. an experience. Max is just Octane from Apex Legends. <laughs> you really did just take a stab at your health to be able to go fast. I, I asked for one espresso. I don't know how they heard kicks. <laughs> oh you my god. Ult. Use that boost pad while you have it, Max. <laughs> like, Can't literally, you... I got home, but like, I normally grab receipts and shove them in my pocket. I got back to my dorm room, checked it, and just like, oh no. This is gonna be terrible, and it was you terrible. You already all of it by the time. Yup, I'd already. I didn't even notice till I got home. Huh? Oh shit! Now like, I'm confused. Now, shots. now I'm confused as to how you managed to get home without noticing that there was shit. Oh, I was driving. Copy. I was literally there with them. 
PS One says we went to Denny's. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fair. Okay, I will. I will also say this, Nick. It is one uh-huh. of those things where the insane. I don't know if you have heard this, and our listeners definitely haven't and shouldn't hear the uh, pre-workout story. Um, but uh, no. Oh, you no, wait. No, have I have I, I told? I haven't I've told you the pre-workout. You've not heard this. I think I told Bao. I know the story. I'm trying to get out of telling the story, but no, no you, you should do it. You should do it. Um, so essentially the, the, I'll put the moral first, Nick, sometimes when you ingest things that contain obscene amounts of caffeine, it doesn't register that like you're falling apart until like way later. Um, even if you're aware of what you've done, uh, because caffeine in, in large doses, not only makes your heart shit itself, but also like it makes you feel like you can do 30 push-ups, write a book, and then, like, whatever in a day. And sometimes you just yeah. think it's, like, motivation. Other times it's because you put, like, 15 different brands of pre-workout in uh, one bottle of water and chugged it all with your teammates before going to a tournament because it was the off-season. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. I Before, so I was talking uh Petra about just random, like, stupid caffeine mixes. Uh, apparently, one of her friends uh, did uh, made one called like the they called it like the solution, and it was just like espresso, espresso, a bunch of other shit, um, a bunch of more caffeine, some disgusting mixture. Uh, the night before my senior, the senior paper was due, and the junior order for that matter, I did something similar. That one that was also a disaster. Just mixing a uh, mixing caffeine with other other things is not good. Be be like, I feel like this should go without saying, but like to anybody who is listening who is still in college or like anything like that, like don't, don't be an idiot with your health. Like I know it seems like the right thing to do. And I had a roommate who was like, would treat you like a pussy if you went to bed anytime before 1am, but like investing and I, I, I'm one to fucking talk here, but like investing in your health and having a healthy sleep schedule and drinking water will pay more dividends in your like social and academic life than like guzzling C4 at like midnight ever will. I know that like the arcane powers of time management are never on your side as a young college student who can just kind of seize get degrees their way through life but like trust trust me and us trust your hosts honestly just 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 drink water like yeah that's the least thing you can do just drink water second sam statement as one of those physically wrecked individuals to ever grace this campus take care of yourself (laughs) take care of yourself do not you Coming from not... the group that has regularly thrown up on the day of fencing. You are not that guy when it comes to, like, pulling all-nighters. I know sometimes you have to because you didn't do the, like, thing or you got an essay due. But, like, again, what you do a couple weeks before will pay dividends later when, you know, you have that essay knocked out. It's a damn shame I learned that during fucking quarantine where I didn't have anything to do with my free time. But, like... Just, just drink, like Bow said, just drink water. Just drink water, please. That's please, the for the do. love of God, I am begging you to just drink water. Just not PG water, anything else. This is from a conversation that started on Olive Garden. <laughs> How the yeah. hell did we get here? Because we went to right, Denny's. Olive Garden to Denny's to pass Because we went to Denny's. We yeah. went to Denny's. God, okay, Olive who's Garden. next? Sucks. Uh, no, it's me. Mm-hmm. I, I have, I have right, yeah. the Joker. Uh, the movie? 
No, the just the character. Character. Uh, overrated. 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 Okay. I mean, I think he's a fine character, but I think, like, especially in the past, like, maybe five years, he's become, like, seems like that guy character that, like, just so edgy. Like, he's a fine character. Like, historically, he's a good Batman villain. But, like, I, it's a bit much. Yeah. No, that that's, like, why I rated him as underrated, because I really don't care for the recent portrayals of movie jokers um fuck you Jared leto you suck at acting uh go home uh <laughs> the movie joker is fine uh if it didn't turn into like uh you know outcast paradise for uh weirdos but joker like as like the original comic character fucking slaps holy shit he killed the shit out of jason todd that was the biggest hit to Batman ever, and uh, it's a storyline that people still pursue up to this day. Uh, no v- Batman villain comes close to Joker. Like, when people think of Batman villains, people think of Joker first, and probably Bane second. I was, no, wait, what? Really? People what? go Bane second? I was going to say, like, I, Joker, Poison Ivy, Catwoman, the Riddler, the Penguin, and okay, then Okay, Catwoman Bane. is not, not Batman villain not, anymore. Not recently, but, like, yeah. back in the day, she was still, like, a villain to Batman and is considered part of his rogues gallery. Like, Cons- we could have a whole discussion about Batman. She's not a villain yeah. villain, though. She just... I mean, she used to be, for going on, like, historical comic book, like, short, yeah, she was a woman who was, Batman creates his own villains, blah, 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 she was a woman who was, like, forced into doing terrible things by society, who the fuck cares, but, like, that has always (laughs) been, like, I think the appeal to a lot of people for the Joker is that, like, you don't really know what makes him tick other than, like, he's crazy, and wants he's the clown prince of chaos or the clown prince i guess he was the clown prince of crime and then he turned into the clown prince of chaos which is what he calls himself like in the death of the family or whatever the fuck right but i think as you evolved and we got the dark knight joker that was the turning point where people got a little bit too too much of a fan of the show there's too much too much inserting nuance and romanticism into the mind of a sociopath who just kills and tortures people to prove a point, and yeah. like for all intents and purposes, for fun. I actually uh, think that's true. I think the Dark Knight was a turning point. Like I I, I'm not it. saying that Heath Ledger's portrayal of the Joker was bad. In fact, it was too it good. Was too good. It was yeah, too, it was good. too good. Yeah, right, too good. and it, and it <laughs> set such a high standard for portrayals of the Joker. But it also, I think, reimagined how people saw that character because you had the batman the animated series joker and the joker that killed jason todd which came before heath leather heath ledger's joker but like the dark knight's joker was a different breed of like grounded crazy you know and like again maybe this is probably like i don't know i just feel like that shouldn't we don't need to give that a fandom we don't need to give that like merch we can appreciate it for being a good villain, but nobody, like, I don't know. There, there's too much nuance that gets put into the Joker's character in analyses, as opposed to just, wow, that guy's disturbing, and, like, if we ever see that in real life, we should just take him out back and shoot him. Please. God. Like, no. Nick? When I, yeah, like, hmm, my introduction to the Joker was through a few comics to start off when I, like, heard of batman for the first time but 
I really got introduced to the Joker through the Arkham games, first Arkham City, and then I went back and played Arkham Asylum, and then finally Arkham Knight, just to complete the series, not because it's good. Wait. Um, yeah? You just skipped the whole game. What do you mean complete the series? You missed Arkham Origins. No, that's not a game. Arkham, no. Origins, no. Arkham, Arkham Origins, Origins doesn't exist. Arkham Origins is not part of that. that it doesn't Arkham exist. Arkham Origins is not part of that series. Not even, wait, it's what? totally different. No, it's made by a different uh, company. Oh. Um, yeah, okay. it's it not exist. in the same timeline. Oh, I thought um, it was like a prequel. It's not a real game. No, no. I've also played that game. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. But I. But that was that was out of spite to myself. Oh. Okay. Um, anyway, more continue. so than Arkham Knight. Anyway, I really liked the portrayal of the Joker in Arkham City, the dying Joker who was trying to hang on to fight Batman because that's what he knew and what he loved to do um and of course terrorize people along the way but like the the fact that the veil broke when you watch the joker try to this is spoilers by the way um uh, when you watch the joker break character and fall out of his wheelchair to try and pick up the scraps of the serum that has broken on the ground because of his own fault in trying to take it from Batman, when Batman would have given it to him, that humanization of Joker was amazing when normally the character is portrayed as constantly crazy. And I thought that was amazing. And then I think, like, I like Joker and I really liked it, and then I moved past it. And as you guys said, like, I think people didn't move past Joker as, like, a character and then like liked them and then did other things they just kind of kept looking at joker and was like this is great this is really good and just idolized the villain more so than he needed to be other other than like the very very big difference that the joker hopefully is fictional uh yeah i see when people have like remember that like weird phase in like 2000 like 13 to 14 yeah. before uh -huh. the suicide squad movie yeah. came out and made it like terrible to do this that people would wear like purple and green or have like the merch and shit like joker merch with like the heath ledger joker smile and shit when i see those people all i can think of are the same you i you are the same person that like is like ted bundy wasn't a bad person he was just a fallen angel and like people who are like obsessed with serial killers and shit and i'm like why why no one should fucking care about these people they're like disturbed individuals who did horrible shit you shouldn't fucking care about them you shouldn't want to humanize them like you can appreciate the like weird grotesque beauty in the evil that they do and like understand that like the joker's point like nick and bow have both pointed out is that he is the antithesis and foil to batman they play off of each other which is something that is literally fucking emphasized in like every piece of media the joker has shown up in barring like batman assault on arkham which we don't <laughs> fucking talk about uh because i don't want to listen to deadshot be or not deadshot uh, uh captain Destro. boomerang being like you out crazy the joker to fucking <laughs> deadshot uh, yeah. yeah i don't know like 
this Ted Bundy, the only difference there, other than, again, the fictional, non-fictional aspect, is, like, people like fucking, like, Ed Gain and shit, just, they didn't have a Batman to play off of. So they yeah. just killed people. <laughs> like, you know, like, ooh. Batman needs a Joker just as much as Bat- or Joker needs a Batman just as much as Batman needs a Joker. And it yeah. was cool that that was emphasized. I get that that is awesome and, like, you can like that. But, like, I don't understand people who, like, like the Joker. Because th- there are a lot of people who like the Joker. I think Batman has, like- like Mr. Freeze is also an incredibly sympathetic villain that does not get done as like nearly as much justice as the Joker does. I think does. Arnie ruined Mr. Freeze beyond repair for most people. No, I don't know. I think that was the best character ever in Batman movies. Yeah, I think Mr. Freeze is coming back in popularity. Batman's um, favorite villain, poverty in Gotham. <laughs> I really hope that with God, I really hope that with with Mr. Freeze comes back the shark villain where they had to use bat shark spray in order to get rid of it i think uh, it to come back yeah it was a shark that was just a shark oh it wasn't like king shark or anything like that it it, it was just a shark i know that movie it was just a shark so you want them to just bring a shark back what do you mean (laughs) that villain yeah Do you not want to? Do you no, not want a then, Batman because v then you're gonna get all the people Sharknado. on YouTube who are gonna be like, "Oh, this is a reference to to fucking uh, what's the what the fuck is his name? He's that crime lord, uh, not King Shark, but Great White." Uh, it's gonna be like a reference to people are gonna be like it's a reference to Great White, who's like that dude in fucking Bloodhaven. I don't remember. Oh and then like God, they're gonna be like, where when is it King Shark? No, no, no. Max just posted a picture. That's oh. King Shark. That's not. And then fucking, uh, what the fuck? Who the fuck is it? The guy who, the, or not guy, the, the woman who marries, I believe, Killer Croc. Uh, orca. I, orca. That's oh, who it yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. is. Then we're gonna get Orca, Nick, so no, I don't want sharks to show him in the Batman. Know. I feel here. like we need Orca back. No, we okay. do no one. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> let's go down, let's go down, uh, the four of us. Each of us say one obscure Batman villain. And we don't. Our favorite obscure Batman villain, and we don't like expand on any of it. No we don't explain man. anything, then we cut to Nick uh, saying his second thing. Alright? <laughs> Nick? Fuck, do I have like an obscure I need to make Batman? sure that I get this name right. I need to make sure the I get this name right. King. Nick. <laughs> Wait, what you? Who? The Condiment, the condiment King. King. That's pretty good. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, uh... Oh, I was right. That is his name. Prometheus. Catman. Alright. Again, I think the most obscure Batman villain is Poverty and Gotham. <laughs> That's not really obscure. No. Everybody knows it. <laughs> well, because, like, Alfred makes the point. Alfred literally makes a point, and I think Arkham Knight, where he's like, you're old, just retire, and, like, do philanthropy shit. No, it's yeah. in fucking The Dark Knight Rises when he's like gonna go beat the shit out of Bane, which you know that aged well. Um, yeah. like, <laughs> like fucking Alfred's just like go donate money to like the poor and shit. You can still help the city when you're not in a bat costume. And Bruce is like, no, I need no. to fight the masked no. man. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Okay, Fuck I've got, man. I've got mine. I've got uh-huh. mine. Um, it's okay. It's not. Hmm. Just say it. Jesus Christ. A calendar man. Okay. Who? 
Calendar yeah. Man. You don't yeah, know who Calendar, Calendar Man, Man is? Uh, shout don't. out to his recent portrayal in the It's Suicide like Julian Squad. Day, right? That's his uh, name. Victor Zass. That's not no, Calendar Man. No, that's Man. a different fucking that's just serial, serial killer kill. without that's powers. That's just an actual serial killer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That really is just an actual serial Oh my god. Alright, yeah. uh, okay. Who's next so, for there? Nick? My second under or overrated is, um... Magic the Gathering. Okay, you want to take us on first, Tim? And I'm especially interested in Bao's opinion as well. Is that Bao your special? Uh, oh, yeah, because I'm the only one who doesn't play Magic the Gathering. You do. Exactly. Everybody plays Magic, Bao. Yeah. Yeah, whether they, want, whether they know it or not. Yeah. Um, I've been forced to play, or I've been asked to play, start playing Magic the Gathering by two separate groups of people. Uh, uh-huh. one, of, uh, one of which is the Five of Swords, and the other is as soon as I <laughs> started my job in Virginia. And they're like, do you play Magic the Gathering? Yep. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> And I said right. no, and then they beat me with clubs until I cried. <laughs> Good. Uh, <laughs> Good. I, okay. I don't play it, but I love reading about it and hearing about it. Um, there's this channel that I watch called Ristic Studies. That's yes! Really good That's so video. good. Sam introduced me to that. Yeah, really good Excellent. video essays. Um, and it's beautifully done. Uh, uh, where it's just like, you know, some of it is just a history of, um, like, Magic the Gathering. History of, like, Black Lotus, basically. Um, there's one on the card, uh, one with nothing, right? The best uh, worst card. Yeah, the best worst card. Um, and there's also one on Jace, I think. I don't uh, remember. yep, Jace the Holder. Yeah. yeah. So other than that, I don't know a lot about it. I never got into it because of like the buy-in fee, basically. Um, but mm-hmm. that's only because I already had have so many other hobbies that take up money. So I think it's too much of a time sink and a money sink for me so it's sort of overrated but i you know no hate against people who actually play it like you do you unless if you play uh mono blue apparently uh fuck you thanks god damn it oh (laughs) mine is one into two i think i cannot i literally cannot answer this one without making a small aside, among people who play the game or play games, overrated. Among people who don't really know about games, underrated. What does that mean? Um, because I, th- I, th- I think it's a little overrated. Um, but I'm saying it's specifically broken because I think among the general public who aren't really into like that kind of thing, it's seen as just like that weird, kooky nerd game where there's like, a ton of depth to it. But on who will play it, they think it's the fucking second coming of Overrated. Yeah, that's fair. And that's coming from someone who very much enjoys playing Commander. Yeah, I really love Magic the Gathering, but I find that the... I don't know. It might be growing... It's growing really, really quickly, which is really good for it, but it also means that it is getting really popular really fast. Uh, and I don't know if I'm not, <laughs> I don't know if I like that. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I think it's just a I think it's a game that has been very niche in the past and similar to D D, it is experiencing a like normalization into pop culture that mm-hmm. I think I think it's underrated. Uh and and you know people don't give it it's just due for like like the way that uh fucking somebody put it, which they're they're wrong when they said this, but it gets the gist across of like I think what Max means by like the people who play it think it's the second second coming there are a lot of aspects to the game that are very fun strategically it's fun to build decks the mm-hmm. like lore can be fun sometimes you know you, it, it, as with any collectible trading card game it has the same appeal as like Yu-Gi-Oh and shit except magic didn't get a good show it just got war of the spark which will make me slam my head through a fucking table uh <laughs> yeah yeah, how dare I they mean, kill Domri Reed? They killed Dak Faden too, and that makes me so sad. Uh, the greatest thief in the multiverse, laid low by a stupid blue zombie. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's a game that is growing, and and it, it makes me happy to see it growing. Uh, even if there is like a little bit of salt, similar to like JoJo and D and D for me. Where it was just like I was sitting here looking at like four fours for six from the old Ravnica block, listening to Junior's dumbass, and now all of you can be accepted and didn't have to go through that shit. Fuck off. Okay, I'm gonna quickly read a little bit where I like quickly rephrase what I mean by like overrated by people who play it. I think that it's okay. Part of this actually stems a little bit from something Sam actually said earlier. Where when you first start playing the game, it looks like feels like there's like especially like I mean again, my opinion comes from mostly commander format where every card in a forty year old game is viable. There seems like there's like infinite possibilities. You can do all kinds of shit. Yeah. However, it feels like if you play it for long enough, it feels like you realize there really isn't as many things as you wanted there to be. That doesn't mean it's not extremely fun. But that's where my opinion came from. I think my the 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 issue that I have with Magic the Othering is not the game. Um, although you could you could look at Magic the Gathering from the outside and be like, well, they have to ban so many cards. What the fuck are they doing making those cards in the first place? But I understand that it's it's a like that's. That's something that just normally happens that in something like video games you can patch or fix right but in in a game where you printing out cards you either have to make this the decision of do we keep the card after we've made it and put it out or do we ban it and not allow people to use it in certain uh tournaments or styles of play um but i like hmm. i uh I'm kind of, like, got a foot in the door with the, uh, this, this is kind of a little bit of a tangent, but it stays on track at the end. I'm, I'm a foot in the door into the gotcha game min-max sort of group of people, where they play the game no longer to have fun and see what they can get on rolls or have fun with the game, but specifically to make like sets of teams that are as good as possible no matter the cost uh especially if they're like whales for the game and as magic grows more and more i feel like 
I like or I at least hope that people still realize that the game is meant to be played for fun and casually, like even at top rank levels. Because it's 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 just supposed to be a good time at the end, right? Like a game isn't really a game if you don't enjoy it. It's um, like shitty chess. Yeah, and so. Like, if you have people who are willing to spend, like, if you if you're willing to spend a thousand dollars on one card, more power to you. I like go for it. Like, I I, it doesn't really matter to me. But if you're doing it solely for the purpose of making sure that you can win one turn faster, especially at like a non-competitive level when you're playing at like a community group or inside your friend group, that starts to bug me and i don't like it it makes it feel like they no longer want to play the game for fun but to play with friends or play with people uh at their same level and win against them i mean okay uh hmm. i will say this i will uh -huh. say this and this is coming from someone who is extremely competitive just inherently I don't think you should play a game like Commander if you're not at least going to try to fucking win. Like, you know, True. like I'm not going to roll yes. up with like some fucking like ambassador loquacious deck, you know, and be fucking surprise <laughs> Pikachu with actually, like, somebody high power. I know, <laughs> but like it's a stupid game, right? And, like you get what yeah. I mean? like, I'm not going to roll up with like some like shit tier deck and like be and I was having this discussion with Max actually. Like when you go to like a modern GP or something like you obviously want to have a fighting chance, which yeah. again is different than like a kitchen table setting. But like, at the, how, how do I put this? I think what what you're getting at is an issue deeper to just any game that you can pour money into. Uh, but Magic has this weird caveat where like you can do that in a casual setting, like you can mm -hmm. wail in a casual setting, e.g., Commander. Uh, and and that cannot be fun to deal with, you know. It, like if you don't have the resources to make a good deck. And, like, your buddy shows up with, like, decks that only have fucking Mana Crypt, which is just a card that, for those of you who don't know, lets you do use mana, which is the game's, like, currency for casting shit really fast. You know, like, it, like the problem that we had with a certain person in our Johnny playgroup uh, is that he was right objectively to be like, yeah, I'm upset that, like, I can't afford these mana rocks you're playing with, and it makes it feel like you guys are power creeping beyond what I'm capable of. Was he dumb and a hypocrite? Yes. But Were that's they 25 cents? Yes. That is, is that relevant? No. That is an argument that a lot of people have about the game. Like, Bao literally said earlier, yeah. there's an initial investment you need to make in the game, which is true of any game, but it is very true in Magic. If you, mm -hmm. The game is just old enough and power crept enough that if you really want a fighting chance and you want to have fun, you do need to put down like probably like thirty to forty dollars, uh, which is which isn't a lot in the grand scheme of things, but it can turn a lot of people off if you if you're trying to save money or you already have a lot of hobbies like Bao, where you're putting money into, like the OnlyFans right. accounts of Mongolian strippers <laughs> I, or whatever I was the fuck say it is. The marinara sauce, but yeah, <laughs> right. But like, if you're what's it called? I'm I'm just bouncing off. I want you to continue talking. But like, if even nowadays it, for Commander, which for the purpose of our viewers, is the version of Magic the Gathering that Max, Sam, and I mainly play. I, I would say so, right? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I have watched 
a commander deck that is something that is custom and not bought at a store rise in price from $30 to $50 to sometimes $70 now. So it is even more the case in 2021. Please continue, Sam. Yeah, again, like I think the game itself, Magic, is heavily underrated because, and I get why Max needed to split this into two, because mm. it is gatekept and power gamed by the people that play it. Like, yes. you know, like it, like it, there's a lot of fun and nuance and like strategic bullshit that you can do. It's cool when you're making cards interact and it's just, it's a feel good game and it should be a feel good game. But unfortunately there are places in the community and pockets in the community, as is true of a lot of communities that don't cater to that environment and will turn a lot of people off. So I think it's still underrated. I think people don't give it the justice that it does because I think one of you said, like, people look at it like, ew, it's the icky nerd game that, like, people <laughs> who don't shower play. Which, they're not wrong. That's the problem. They're not fucking wrong. But it overshadows, like, it overshadows the beauty of the game and the cool things that can be done. And, like, anytime I meet somebody, and I'm so glad that Bao brought this up, anytime that I meet somebody who, like, doesn't appreciate the game or, like, thinks it's dumb, I try to show them Ristic Studies videos. Because it's mm. interesting even to non-players, and it gets you invested. And then you think about it, it's like, oh, maybe I'll go out and buy four Siege Rhinos. Don't do that. But, like, burn them. it's oh, not in standard anymore. Them. You're not going to run that deck anymore. I, I am sad that you can't. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Before we go on, I want to qualify a statement Nick made really quickly. Um, mostly about, like, the whole, like, money creep. That's, like... A significant problem and part of that and part of something i said earlier about making dumb things work is so there are just inherently different power levels sometimes mm -hmm. it's fun to play a game that is four turns but it lasts for about the same as a normal game because there's so many things interacting with each other that can be fun but sometimes what you want to do is if somebody wants to play a very stupid technically bad strategy Sometimes the only way to make that work is to take a very weak commander. To make it work, you have to fill it with good cards, or else it'll just be a fucking piece of trash. I'm not even shouting out Stonebrow here. Like, for example, if you want to make... Okay, here's the game. Too much of an extreme. Goat tribal. Let's try if you're trying to make a deck of nothing but goats. Yeah, this, so is like getting, this is getting example. too oh, heady. This I is getting this. too much into like the magic. We need to save this shit for like the magic episode. Yeah, okay, yeah, we're, we're, we're shelving okay. that. Shelving that. I'm shelving that. Like, but what Matt's just trying to say is that like even in today's environment, even to make the silly things work, you need to invest. Drop cash. Drop fat cash to get those tutor results. You're not getting the goats you want because they're useless. Yep. All right. Next, next on. on the list. Oh, is it my turn now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my next one's IKEA. Oh God. Oh. Uh, <laughs> overrated. Underrated. Uh, underrated. Overrated. Wow, the vote is split half and the half. The meatballs. No, I, I will now give my explanation very quickly. Okay. I don't hate IKEA. Um, I'm not saying this as an IKEA hater. I actually like going to IKEA. I think it's fun to find the furniture there. I think it serves the utility purpose of being like a place where you can reliably find bulk furniture to set up a new home or a new apartment. Mm -hmm. um, their Swedish meatballs are pretty good. Not amazing, but great. Um, now, the reason why I think it's overrated is because 
almost the antithesis of what I just said. IKEA furniture is not long-lasting. It is good for as introductory furniture, but it will not last as long as a real wood desk will, that will just literally last two full lifetimes. Your IKEA desk will probably start to fall apart after a couple years, as I've witnessed many times. Okay. Like it is, it is a useful, useful place to get furniture, but people seem to think you just fill everything with IKEA furniture. It is not long-lasting furniture. Okay, go ahead. Also, it's expensive. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, I, I don't know about you, but I don't have sex on my table every day. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're uh, doing to these tables, have Max. Sexual but, uh... relations with that woman's <laughs> table. With that table. Why have an IKEA stool in my fucking room that's falling apart after a year? And I'm not having sex on it. I'm just sitting on it. Okay. Um. Next there, there are there are multiple different tables at Ikea, and just don't go for the cheapest one if you want one that's longest lasting. Oh, actually, here's another example. The desk chair I'm sitting in right now, I bought this junior year, put it together last year when I moved in after the COVID started, and the pleather, it's like a white pleather, like, office chair. It's pretty good, but it's already starting to, like, tear. Like, there's already, like, a rip in it just from just sitting in it normally every day. It has, like, a tear in it. Like, it wore, it wore down very quickly. It wasn't, like, super expensive. It wasn't a big investment, but, like, it was, like, 60 bucks. But that's it is not lasting you, very long. You get what you pay for, like, for 60 bucks. No, no, no chairs, that's what I mean, though. Like, that's literally my point, though. That's my point, is that that's what it is, and that's what they're pitching. But for some reason, people seem to think there's this popular opinion that IKEA furniture is just good furniture. It really isn't very good furniture. It has a purpose, but it's not, like... It's not like great furniture. Hmm. Get out of here first, people. Like, you fucking sucks. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's uh, not bad. No, I don't think yeah, it no, sucks. It's, not, it's definitely not buy it for life, but it's also not the sort of stuff to like always fall apart. Yeah, I've never heard. That, that's why I said it was underrated, is I've never heard anybody be like, mm, yes, honey, we've made this new life and settled down. Now help me unpack all of this furniture we bought for our house from Ikea. <laughs> like, if you're going to start your home like a home somewhere people do just invest in like real furniture but ikea makes their money off of people like us who are young college students who don't want to have to spend four thousand fucking dollars on a desk on a that like we have to then say i did not have sexual relations with that <laughs> woman about right like ikea is there for a quick fix if you need a desk in your dorm or you need a chair or you need like whatever or, yeah. or the meatballs apparently because the meatballs are good uh are. but like <laughs> i yeah i i do see what max is saying where like ikea is everybody's go-to but i also think there's a reason why and it's also like people don't People aren't going to Ikea, in my experience, to buy furniture that's supposed to last them a lifetime. They're they're going there because they have an apartment they know they're going to move out of in the next, like, three, four years. And they, they want to furnish it with something that's relatively affordable. So they go to, like, Target. They go to Ikea. They go to big lots. Big lots. Staples. See, I have the exact opposite of you sam where i know people who go to ikea because they believe that they can get good furniture there that'll last them a long time like that is 
like people recommend going to ikea to buy furniture that will last them the house that they are currently in for some reason well, okay. I, like i i agree that's why with i said you. it's overrated yeah i agree with nick the people i, I don't I, know why people have that impression because it's i i agree with you it's for it's for a place like our like around our age more so your age than mine sorry about i cut you I, off yeah no i think the thing is it's it's gotten increasingly harder to just go out and buy something that will last you for life mm-hmm. i think the majority of american stores are now geared towards something that's quick easy to get uh, to get and cheap right that's that's what big lots is that's what ikea is sort of that is even staples right none of that stuff is built to last like if if i want like a good chair i have to buy a herman miller and to do that i pretty much like the the best choice is to go online and buy it right from the herman miller website i and you yeah i don't know if my experience correlates with everyone else's experience but i definitely find it difficult to just buy things for life when i'm like browsing up like a massive store that will ha- probably have what i need yeah mm-hmm. i guess in my experience i've never heard anybody say like go to ikea to like build this cottage house and, like furnish <laughs> this like, shit buy it for life but like i don't know why it seems like a current impression that i've heard from many people is that it's like good quality it's not bad quality but it's like it's really not any more than a quick fix for like a one or two years in an apartment and then you don't need a goodwill or don't take it with you like I, yeah i've never heard anybody like suck ikea off i just know that it's like we're like you know like nobody's like sucking honda off and shit but like and i love people IKEA. everybody love buys like a honda because it's a nice consistent daily driver you know and, and it isn't chevy uh and it's got could it's honda's got great turn radiuses as well I love that. Sure. Yep. Sorry, anyway. Sorry, Sam. I'm about to change that for you. <laughs> I'm a suck Honda off. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. I mean I've just I the way that IKEA has always been like mentioned to me is like a daily driver furniture, I guess, where you if you need a thing, you go there. Uh no one has ever said like you got fucking like you know like uh, everything here ikea uh no one's proud of that in my experience no one no one like people say like Bowes think was trying to bring up that the reason why people are snappy and quick to mention ikea is because of american consumerism being geared mm-hmm. towards something that is quick and easy so it's less of a problem with ikea and more just a problem with late stage capitalism yeah at least IKEA at least is consistent. At least they have fucking meatballs too. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, they have food true. and that's ice true. cream and shit. Cause they know they know they're gonna keep you there in line. Because IKEA's fucking dumb in that regard. Because everybody goes there, right? Yeah. They know. They know that they're gonna bring everybody here. And nobody like I don't know. I feel no, like there should have been yeah. a middle ground option here. But like IKEA no. for no. me has to fall under underrated. The best way to go to ikea is to prepare yourself as if you're going to a zoo 
Yes. 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 No. <laughs> yes. That's so true. Holy that's shit. it. Oh my that's god. That's and you get so food true. at the end. It's really a day is. trip. You have to prepare as it though is. you're going on a day trip. But like again, people seem to gloss over the fact that like when I'm in fucking Target getting called slurs by the guy behind me, I don't even have meatballs that I can buy as like a consolation. I just have to look at this shitty like ex-special forces dude who also wants to call me slurs but he can't because he's the fucking target employee behind the cashier you know like they don't have that shit at ikea ikea keeps it classy and that is an experience that you cannot get in other fucking furniture and department stores in america unless you go thrifting and then you just have some weird eldritch norn sophie cote witch offering you their like fucking puka shell necklace along with your chair also if you ever, ever complain about not being able to follow IKEA instructions, You're go back idiot. to elementary school. It's not hard. It's literally there are the arrows on the floor. Time. There are fucking arrows. No other Just, store has. No, no, I meant assembly. To the fucking employees. You meant putting things assembly. together, but. You're but yes, right. that People too. Getting oh, like the furniture too. too, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no. If you, <laughs> if you build a Lego build, set, you can build an IKEA thing. Ass, That's what I was going to say. Build a like full set of ikea furniture in like less than an afternoon it's not hard <laughs> okay go back i to need to go back school. to elementary school <laughs> <laughs> they put our listening ears on sam no uh, what about what about you bow um shit having friends what no uh, <laughs> overrated. <laughs> overrated. Um, uh, on a s- sort of personal note, um, getting hugged each week. Each week. Yeah, or you know, once every two weeks. Like, if... co- like intimate contact of like. Yeah. 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 Which is, you know, kind of sentimental and corny, given you know every. Thing that everyone been through through the pandemic where no one was getting hugs at all unless you're just like you know sneaking one in an alley and then the cops find you and beat you to a pulp high key underrated high key super fucking underrated 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 as okay. fuck underrated as fuck just I even before the pandemic physical contact and i like getting hugs even before the pandemic no okay like there is a reason why children grow up weird and fucking die if they're not like hugged and held as children right yeah like there is legitimate science behind the fact that like you need person-to-person contact and physical intimacy to function properly as a human being and like the bizarre western like birthing sphere of like no we gotta keep it in a fucking crib like it it, it boggles my mind because then you also get raised in this dumbass toxic masculinity whatever where like I don't know, like, hugging is weird and soft, and, like, just physical, platonic, intimate contact is is weird and bad. And this, again, is also coming from somebody who despises physical contact. Yeah. Uh, well, I was, I was sort of bringing it up as, um... I'm glad that you mentioned it's, like, a Western fear, sphere thing. Because it's a huge contrast when I arrive in the States and people started hugging me as a form of greeting or like intimacy. Cause I never got that kind of thing in Vietnam. Like my 15 years there, people just don't hug like that. Um, like outside of like your close family, it's, 
it's probably a cultural thing. And, you know, if anyone's listening and says this, this guy's pulling some shit and, you know, he's lying through his asshole, go ahead and send me an email about it. But it's, it's awkward as first at first to be in America and like learning to accept hugs and learning to love hugs, but it really does change you. Like it, it makes you a more sociable human being and more confident in your own skin. Uh, yeah. Anyways. I love hugs. Yeah. yeah. Hug, I would like if it's someone that I, well, if it's someone that I know, um, I love hugs and I will Nick, take one any chance that I get. If someone's hugging dudes on the street. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love hugs. I love hugs. Come here, bring it's it in, hug. bring it in. It's like, ma'am, sir, I don't know you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Nick, like, Nicholas uh, Turner operates on uh, uh, 29 Main Street. Uh, just go there. <laughs> if you I, do, I do take cash, but I will also take the hug for free. Oh my god. <laughs> Nick is a hug whore. <laughs> that being said, a, a whore, if you will. Uh, that being yeah. said, uh, if you are a where's my hug kind of guy, I'm, uh, again... Yeah. Again, again, going back to people I wish were more vocal so I could hit you until you stopped moving. Mm. Will people who are where is my hug, guys? Stop. Yeah. Fucking mm -hmm. stop. Max is right that you don't count, but you think you fucking count. You don't. Shut the fuck up. Stop asking mm -hmm. for hugs from girls. It's creepy. You know what you're fucking doing. If they go in for the hug first, that's a different story. That's fine. Okay. But if you're like, where's my hug? You just want to feel your, their titties against your chest. Fuck you, you're a creeper. I thought we were talking about getting, like, consensual hugs, not creeping. And, like, I thought it was just, like, the act hug of hugging thing. people is what Bao was trying to say. Sure, yeah, okay, but, but like, it's, not, it's I implied. Like it's a weird, awkward hug. I think he means, like, a, like two people... I don't know, man. When, when I see you next, Max, and I'm like, where's my hug? You'll feel the warmth. You'll feel the warmth. Sam, <laughs> my boy, Stone where's Brown my hug? Stone Brown's a good hugger. <laughs> Five of Swords hugs rating. <laughs> Tier list. Uh, I, I put uh, uh, Paul Rosenberger at the top because he's a big teddy bear. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I, you, I mean, in terms of just hugs, right, you have to know the, you have to know your comfortability and the other person that you want to hug. I don't think it's, like, the where's my hug kind of guys that Sam pointed out, big no, don't like them, but there's nothing wrong with a guy trying to start a hug with a female. I just want to make that point clear, because it might have gotten lost in what you said, Sam, that's all. Nice. Who's still waiting for your last one, Sam? Yeah, uh Felching. No. What? <laughs> Don't look that up. <laughs> Whatever you do, listeners, do not fucking look that up. Do not oh, look that no. up. That was a joke. That was a oh, joke. Man. I learned about it from an Eminem song. Oh. That was a joke. Oh. Don't <laughs> Sam. Uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sam. High key overrated. <laughs> Underrated. <laughs> Technically, it's both because of the act that is required. <laughs> uh.
No. Okay, uh, what's your actual thing? Oh, uh, 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 I was gonna say chopsticks. What? What? The fuck? <laughs> you mean the fucking eating utensil for like, yeah. half the world? Yeah, yeah. Okay, How hold do you on. Underrate that. Uh, I, one I of the a... sticks is overrated, and the other stick is underrated. <laughs> I will not say which. Okay. Okay. Well, Sam, what's your take for starting? No, I, I think they're underrated. You know, because like in the Western Hemisphere, it is finally being normalized to like, like, you know that like it period of time when we were all kids. I don't know if Bao can attest to this, but like when you were kids and like your dad, who's like white as shit, like wouldn't know how to use chopsticks and would like yep. actively refuse to learn how to use them, and that was okay. It was okay to be like, no, fuck chopsticks. I don't want that fucking like mainland shit in my fucking like Chinese <laughs> restaurant. Get the fuck out of here. Right? In the Chinese restaurant. Exactly. Yeah, right. You. Like like in the Chinese restaurant, you are looking at Grandpa Ping and you are going, No, no, fuck your culture, you heathens. I'm not like give me a fork. And then like they kind of like laugh at you and it created this like bizarre antagonistic relationship that like a lot of our parents have with chopsticks. <laughs> That's why I think it's fucking Is this underrated. Trauma dumping? Fuck. No, no, I didn't have any trauma with chopsticks. I fucking read the instructions on the back of the wrapper like a fucking smart person. Uh, Wait, you guys get instructions here in the states? What exactly. The That's what I'm trying to fucking say, right? Like white people are finally now realizing that maybe it's just a good idea to know how to fucking use them and are finally appreciating all of the things you can do with them and you only fucking need two things instead of like a fucking soup spoon and a fucking like fork and a fucking other spoon and a butter knife and a steak knife you fucking white devils shut the, shut the fuck up just like I don't know, like I feel like they're underrated because you're finally we're finally getting to a point where people are like accepting them in like the 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 Western lexicon of like acceptable utensils. Uh, they're overrated because my mother, my Vietnamese mother, to this day maintained that I hold them wrong. <laughs> now we're trauma dumping. No, I'm kidding. I think they're underrated. Um, and and I personally really want to learn how to be able to use them as not only eating utensils but cooking utensils as well um but yeah i yeah. also really don't like the people who try to like now that it's become a little bit more mainstream in the united states who try to impress others by knowing that they know how to use by showing that they know how to use chopsticks or make it part of their personality I really don't like those people. Underrated in the West. I, I think it just has to be specified in the West. Because, like, obviously it's not underrated in the East. Like, the main tool. But I completely agree with Nick that it's like, if you're trying to flex that you can use chopsticks, what are you doing? When I was, like, five, every time I went, when, we, when I finished, when I was five, I loved going to sushi restaurants because I like sushi. My dad would like fumble with chopsticks and be like, Look, Max, I can use chopsticks. And I go, Okay, cool. And I'd figure it out after like 10 minutes and then I knew how to use chopsticks. Anyone who currently flexes, look at me. I'm so hip. I can use chopsticks. You're not that guy. Go ahead, Sam. Like, like bringing up Max's point earlier initially, 
half the world fucking uses chopsticks. You're not cool if you know how to use chopsticks and happen to be fucking white. Like, wow. It's more than half. Exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. You are actually now average if you know how to use chopsticks. You are not, in fact, special anymore. Anyways, that's that's all yeah. I have. Also, um, don't feel bad if you feel like your chopstick skills aren't, you know, great here in the States. Because, A, um, Asians eat rice with chopsticks because their rice is different from the rice you get here in the States. Uh, the Asian rice is actually stickier, therefore clumped together better, and you can just get a whole bunch between your chopsticks. Unlike the rice here, which is drier and uh, separated, so you can't really, like, scoop them up with the chopsticks. Just a PSA. Thank you, Val. Well, what an episode. Well, could we we end this episode? Yeah, what? Sorry, no, go ahead, please. No, you go. Okay, do we do we want to end this episode by just without anyone stating under or overrated, um, stating the other topics that we had, um, just to end the episode off? Sure. My other one was razor mice, and um, Johnny chairs. Johnny what? Johnny, Johnny chairs. chairs. Oh, okay. Mine, mine is. Was, uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go. Uh, mine is Avatar: The Last Airbender. That's place Ooh. more. Okay. Was, We're not going to talk about that. Mine was alcoholic <laughs> seltzer. Well, that's just trash, but okay. Alright. Mine were um, burgers and Bloodborne. Oh my god, I almost did wow. burgers. I almost did burgers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Alright. This has been the four uh, plus one of swords, I guess. Bye.